is the Affirm America podcast, where we stand up and speak out affirming American excellence. Coming to you deep in the heart of the Midwest, located in an undisclosed log cabin on the outskirts of town, your host, Marquis Vandemark. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Affirm America podcast on this Tuesday, December the 13th, 2022. Yeah, it's about 33 degrees out here this morning. We got some cloud cover. There's no white stuff falling from the sky, so that's a good thing. Hey, thanks for joining us on the Affirm America podcast. I'm your host, Marquise Vandemark. If you haven't subscribed yet to our podcast, drop your email address in there. We'll shoot you out an email every time an episode comes out. Our morning top five headlines and commentary. All right, let's start off this morning with our top five. Let's start off with headline number five. Taxpayer-funded travel, Buttigieg given pass while Trump appointee forced to resign. Fox News, Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg, an advocate of increased government action to curb carbon emissions, has taken at least 18 flights using taxpayer-funded private jets since taking office. Buttigieg's predecessor, Elaine Chao, who was appointed by former President Donald Trump, faced criticism for using the same jets on seven occasions in 2017, costing taxpayers nearly $94,000. And Trump-appointed Health and Human Services Secretary Tom Price was forced to resign after reportedly taking 26 private jet flights that same year, costing taxpayers about $1.2 million. Okay, well, this typical Democrat uh, bullshit. Don't do what I say, do what I do. Don't do what I do, do what I say. You know what I mean? They got it all twisted around, upside down. They don't. Uh, they don't really mean what they say. They just project what their own faults are, their own fallen nature. So they accuse everybody else for the exact same things that they're doing. Very typical Cain-type nature. There you go. Pete Buttigieg flying private jets, accusing everybody else, and he goes scot-free. All right, headline number four. FTX CEO Sam Bankman-Fried arrested in Bahamas. Fox Business, Sam Bankman-Fried, disgraced founder of the cryptocurrency exchange FTX, was arrested in the Bahamas Monday, authorities said. Bohemian authorities said Bankman-Fried's arrest came after the United States filed charges against him and was likely to request extradition. Axios, the arrest and indictment news comes just hours before Bankman-Fried is scheduled to testify remotely in a House Financial Services Committee hearing on FTX's collapse. U.S. Attorney SDNY, USA Damian Williams. Earlier this evening, Bahamian authorities arrested Samuel Bankman-Fried at the request of the U.S. government based on a sealed indictment filed by the SDNY. We expect to move to unseal the indictment in the morning, and we'll have more to say at that time. All right, well, this guy and his girlfriend, they really made a big mess of it's really unbelievable how people fell for that guy's scam. I mean, from all the way to the top, regulators in the financial industry. He was the second largest donor to the Democratic Party, just under George Soros, who gave $50 million. And this guy is running around, scamming everybody, living lavishly down in the Bahamas in his uh, penthouse. 
and now the chips have fallen, and this guy is in deep trouble. He's going to end up in jail, both him and his girlfriend. It dwarfs Madoff scam, and this guy is just um, unbelievable. And uh, I think we're going to see a lot of people coming out of the woodwork that were involved in this, people at the highest levels that should have been keeping an eye on things but failed to do their job, and it's all going to come tumbling down. All right, headline number three. Barry Weiss delivers next round of Twitter files aimed at removing President Trump. Fox News, the fifth installment of Elon Musk's Twitter files, Monday revealed that staffers believe that tweets written by former President Donald Trump around the events of January 6, 2021, had not actually violated its policies despite the company saying so at the time. Weiss cited dissenters within Twitter that did not want to ban Trump, including one who wrote, Maybe because I am from China, I deeply understand how censorship can destroy the public conversation. Barry Weiss, Thread. The Twitter Files, Part 5, The Removal of Trump from Twitter. Spencer Brown, despite the findings of Twitter employees, Executive Vijaya Gade looked for a workaround and excuse to ban Trump anyway by suggesting Trump's not-in-violations tweets were actually coded in incitement. All right, so it's all coming out now. We all knew this. January 6th was a, was a big scam. It was a propaganda operative thing, a CIA thing, I believe. Deep state, similar to what happened to Nixon. The FBI was involved trying to overthrow a president, get somebody out, using their, their power, their positions to remove a president. We can see it uh, in big tech as more and more of these Twitter files come out. The collusion of the FBI, the DNS, the DNI, all these agencies were involved directly in censoring the speech and removing Trump from uh, Twitter. And also the Jan, Jan 6, the J6 uh, issue, that needs to be cleared up too. I hope the Congress gets off their duff. They bring people in. They get to the bottom of it, not this sham show, this clown show that's been, that the uh, partisan Democrats have been running now for months. It's just designed to uh, crush Donald Trump from running for president. It's a political witch hunt. It always has been. And now the message is getting out. Twitter is revealing all the inside baseball that's been going on and, uh, we're going to see exactly exactly who the players were and i think some heads are going to roll and i hope some people go to jail because what's good for the goose is good for the gander all right headline number two el paso region sees 2400 migrant crossings over the weekend cnn more than 2400 migrants crossed into the united states near el paso texas daily over the weekend, according to a senior Border Patrol official, marking what he described as a major surge in illegal crossings in the region. Hundreds of migrants have been staying across the border in Chidad, Juarez, Mexico, raising concern among officials that many would try to cross when a Trump-era border policy ends in late December. From RNC Research, Biden advisor Jake Sullivan We believe that the system is a system that does an effective job of being able to determine who is coming across the border. Over one million gotaways have illegally crossed the border and escaped into the U.S. since Biden took office. So the southern border is a total 
train wreck, a complete mess. The thing is, is when they start censoring uh, speech and when the uh, mainstream media doesn't cover what's really happening down there, then you, you, American people don't realize what's going on down there. You have to dig in and see uh, certain documentaries to reveal, and you're not going to see it. I've seen the documentaries. It's, it is absurd. This, there is uh, rapes going on of young children from the cartels, human trafficking, sex trafficking. you got drugs, fentanyl. We had 100,000 Americans die last year and this year, too, from uh, fentanyl overdoses brought directly in by the CCP, the Chinese, through the cartels. They own the southern border, both north and south side. They own it in the U.S. They own it in South Mexico, on the southern border. And it's just, uh, it's nuts. It's anybody with any common sense that looks at the documentaries and sees what's going on would be in, would, you would be up, up in arms about it. And Jake Sullivan coming out here making that comment that, oh, it's under control, just shows you how, how nuts these guys are. These guys have no business running the country. They're a bunch of ideologues, and they're destroying our country, and the American people need to stand up. They need to get up, and they need to open their windows, and they got to yell, I'm not going to take it anymore. I want you to go to your windows right now. Open your windows and yell, I'm not going to take it anymore. Go on. Let's hear it. Let's hear our neighborhoods screaming those words. It's time that we say enough is enough. And we need to close the border for our own national security, for the, uh, for the protection of our young people and adults from drug o- overdoses and the sex trafficking of our young people. All right, headline number one. Supreme Court to hear Biden's appeal for student loan cancellation. From Reuters, the U.S. Supreme Court on Monday agreed to hear President Joe Biden's appeal of a judge's ruling that found his plan to cancel billions of dollars in student debt unlawful, taking up the matter alongside another challenge to the policy that the justices are due to hear in the coming months. The justices will consider the Biden administration's appeal of Texas-based U.S. District Judge Mark Pittman's decision in a challenge backed by a conservative advocacy group, the second of two rulings by lower courts, that have put Biden's debt relief policy on ice. NBC, a major obstacle facing those challenging the program is that they have had to show legal standing to sue by illustrating how they are harmed by the program. If the Supreme Court were to conclude the states or individuals have standing and then reach the legal question of whether Biden had the authority to forgive the loans, the administration would most likely face an uphill battle with the court's conservative majority skeptical of broad assertions of federal powers. All right, so uh, good thing we got a conservative Supreme Court. Thank you, Donald Trump, because the common sense is what we need right now. Everybody knows we can't afford giving away loans. We're already $30 trillion in debt, and these guys want to continue to spend more that they don't have they don't have access to, they don't have the legal authority to. Congress is the one that holds the purse strings, not the President of the United States. Regardless, we can't afford it. That's my taxpayer money. I paid taxes. You pay taxes. Everybody pays taxes. I didn't go to college. I went to a community college, but I don't have a loan. Why do I have to pay for somebody else's uh, mistakes? doesn't make any sense. And this is what we get when we have these kind of Liberal spenders that like to spend and print money. And again, the Supreme Court's going to uphold it. I hope 
and put a kibosh on the Biden administration's excessive spending because it is unconstitutional. All right, those are your top five headlines for this uh, Tuesday. Thanks for joining us on the Affirm America podcast. I'm your host, Marquise Vandemark. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll see you tomorrow. God bless you all. See you then. This is the Affirm America podcast with your host, Marquis Vandemark. And let's never forget, America is great, and we affirm it.